on August 4, 2021, national polygamy advocate Mark Henkel was on Bard's Logic Political Talk, Part 5, the lost portion of this three-hour show. I want to bring up, you, you know, we mentioned off-air that, you know, you've had had some, uh, some successes. So I definitely want to hear more about that and then how it, I wouldn't say it was derailed, but how it was overshadowed uh, by, of course, all this COVID, you know, stuff. The 2010s were an interesting decade. And I do want to say that we certainly have run into some challenges. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go one one way with the story or one or the other way. If I go straight to the the issues of legal success <clears throat> in the 2010s, TLC began running a show called Sister Wives, which was actually still of a Mormon polygamous family, and they lived in Utah. I remember that. I mean, yes. I didn't watch it a lot to be honest, but I, I do remember like seeing yes. commercials and stuff. Yes, yes, and. Actually, they've even had their, uh, I don't know how many numbers of seasons, 15, 16 or whatever, but uh, it was the, they even wow. ran a season this wow. last spring. So they, they've been running for the last uh, 10 years. Wow. And wow. the, I'm trying to think how to put that. Early in the, in the first season or two, because they had gone public, that the a prosecutor in their area wanted to investigate them and create a, a legal threat to them. And as a consequence of that, they quickly moved away from Utah to Las Vegas, which didn't have the same kind of issues and laws on their books. You know, I mean, it's the state of Las Vegas, so they certainly uh, have some uh, more secular type of issues of law than in Utah, uh, the home of Mormonland bubble. And as a consequence, the investigation was then pursued but not too deeply because eventually the prosecutors said, well, because it's the Browns, we're not going to go after them. But as a matter of process, the Browns sued for you know, the fact that they had to uproot the, the, their life and they moved to Las Vegas. And they, they basically brought the whole issue to court once and for all. And they even got uh, the renowned Jonathan Turley as their attorney. He's been on USA Today. He's the constitutionalist uh, uh law professor that he he pre he testified a few times in the trump impeachment trials hearings you may familiar familiar with him jonathan turley uh, he's definitely a very big name and he was their defense attorney well actually their, their attorney in the case and it actually got some success it went up through the court system and the one of the lower courts finally determined that the law on the books of the bigamy law for Utah was unconstitutional in that one aspect of the bigamy laws in many states, including my state of Maine, is that they include what we call a purports clause. And that is, is that, for example, in my state of Maine, the law says that a man is guilty of bigamy if he marries another or purports to marry another, knowing he is legally ineligible to do so. So that many state laws are actually anti-free speech, that they actually criminalize doing nothing more than this. If I, as a happily married man, say to 
any other woman or about any other woman living in my house, if I make the free speech act of saying one word, wife, if I call that woman wife, that free speech act is a crime, according to law. And indeed, Utah had such a purports clause in the law. And Jonathan Turley took that law, but also took it from other perspectives as well, from the, the, the process of violating their privacy and all that, because this was, after all, after 2010. And by that time, we already had three Supreme Court cases that really should uh, work in our favor. And that was Romer v. Evans of 1996, of not being allowed to have impermissible targeting in laws, of uh, the Lawrence v. Texas case of 2003, in which uh, the right to privacy shall not be intruded by governments. And then, of course, the 8-0 decision of the Ocent uh, Gonzalez v. Ocentra Spirita case of 2006, which was a unanimous 8-0 decision that put the burden of proof on the government that has to prove that uh, that it must, that it can't allow exceptions for religiously neutral, valid uh, law. So in that particular case, there's no way that they could not uh, come up with an argument to not allow an exemption for fully consenting, unrelated consenting adult women choosing polygamy. So we already have good three cases that really could have worked as good arguments for us uh, going up toward the Supreme Court. And the lower court judge actually did he struck it down and actually did determine that the poor ports clause he completely eliminated that and so therefore it was no longer a crime for what we call de facto polygamy de facto polygamy means polygamy without multiple marriage licenses so for example most polygamists today the first wife might have an actual legal marriage but the second wife or the third wife, or actually any other wives, have no such other legal marriage license. So that they are polygamous de facto, but they are not polygamous de jour. They're not polygamous in in actuality according to law. They're they're only in actuality of fact. They're, they're calling themselves polygamous, but they're not so by law. So by striking out the purports clause of the law in his decision, the judge effectively decriminalized polygamy for unrelated consenting adult polygamists who aren't having multiple marriage licenses. So at that point, when at that case, at that situation, at least no more polygamists could ever be charged in Utah with polygamy for when they were only nothing more than de facto polygamy, where only one wife had a marriage license. But certainly it was still against the law to have more than one marriage license, even according to that decision. Well, it went up headed up toward the Supreme Court, and the Tenth Circuit Court, the three judges in that, decided to reverse it. And they reversed the decision, but it was effectively, this became like what we, we now call our Hollingsworth, if you will, and that is they reversed it, not on any argument, not on the merits of any argument, but they reversed it only on the technicality of rendering it moot. And that is the technicality that because the Browns had moved out of the jurisdiction of Utah and were now living in Nevada, and because the prosecutor had implemented the diabolical concept of prosecutorial discretion, saying that he will not prosecute the Brown family, then he said there's no valid controversy with the Brown case, and therefore they threw it out. 
that there was no legal standing for the Browns to be filing any suit. So the case was reversed by the Tenth Circuit only on the basis of lack of legal standing. They never heard or listened or cared about any of the merits of the arguments. So then it went up to the Supreme Court to reverse that reversal. And it got up to to there finally. And by January of 2017, the Supreme Court declined to even hear it. So they let stand the reversal by the Tenth Circuit of the legal standing. And thereby, Brown v. Buman, Buman was the name of the, the prosecutor, Brown v. Buman was rendered mute and assent, well, or excuse me, the situation, they were rendered mute and therefore the, the case was allowed to stand in its reversed position and therefore nothing happened and everything went back to status quo. But the point is, is that we at least did have the success that a judge recognized that the standing of, or rather not standing, the use of the purports clause using free speech absolutely cannot have and we shouldn't be doing that and the recognition of the criminality uh, just made no sense. But it got reversed and so the case, basically everything went back to status quo. The last time actually I was on your show, I think it was the fall, maybe it was October-ish of 2019. In that fall of 2019, a state senator, Henderson, had proposed a new law to revise the bigamy law in Utah. Now, let's remember one thing about the state of Utah, unlike any other state. In order for the state of Utah to get its st statehood allowed by the U.S. Congress, they had to put into their Utah state constitution the words, polygamy is forever prohibited. So as a consequence of that, it's a constitutional, state constitutional issue, even within the constitution itself of the state of Utah. So what they, what the state Henderson, state senator in Utah proposed was a bill to reduce the crime, which was a felony in Utah, down to an infraction so that it was really the equivalent of a parking ticket. And so that is what got proposed in the fall the last time I saw you. Now, I got to be honest with you. At that time, we were definitely trying to lower expectations because the, the problem in Utah, especially that whole area, it's what I call the Mormon land bubble. In the Mormon land bubble, if you're not Mormon – and I'm talking about the mainstream Mormon, the LDS, the Latter-day Church, the, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, the mainstream Mormons that have disavowed polygamy. If you're not Mormon in the Mormon land bubble, you're not – you're in the minority in the Mormon land bubble of Arizona, Utah usually. So we were not optimistic that in the Mormon land bubble that they were going to still allow this to take place. But very surprisingly, it got passed by the end of January and the end of February, their, their House and their Senate, they actually passed this bill to allow it to be reduced from a felony to nothing more than a, an infraction and to no longer have uh, the purports clause so that it actually did reduce that. And then it was March. And then it was April, and we were all ready for the governor to sign it. 
and then COVID-1984 hit. The governor signed it, but everybody in the world, all the manufactured news corporations were focused on only one topic, COVID-1984. That's all that mattered. And I'll explain COVID-1984 in a minute. But you know I'm talking about the coronavirus, COVID-19. That hit, and the news cycle was crazy. And there was no way. Here we are. We finally achieve a massive victory. We've got it decriminalized down to the point of nothing more than a traffic ticket. And we should have been able to have a victory lap going from media to media to media talking about this impact of what has happened with this law in the state of Utah, decriminalizing it and removing the purports clause and dealing with all this. And yet, COVID-1984 robbed us of all of that. We never got the chance because every media outlet, no matter who they are, where they are, everybody only wanted to talk about COVID-1984. And that's all that happened all year long. And then that created other other issues of challenges for polygamous families, the, the concept of COVID-1984. And I can discuss those challenges as well in a moment. But that actually was such a massive victory for us that we really should have had. We should have been, uh, to this day, I probably would still be busy going round and round and round to all the media talking about the impact of this decision. And we got deprived of that. And just in convenient time, was COVID-1984. And then we have the riots through the summer. And then we have the controversy of the mail-in ballot scam and, and then the election of 2020. And we've got all that, all, and now we've got, then we got the, the, the manufactured idea of insurrection. You know, a riot becomes an insurrection and all that news cycle. And then everything that flowed out of that, that we've never been able to even have that victory lap that we absolutely should have had so that people could understand what's actually happened. So as far as everybody else is concerned, our victory never even happened. They don't know. They don't know any changes. This was a massive decision, and we never got to be able to get that attention out there. So again, everybody out there with their heuristics, all they know is what they've heard in the past. The manufactured news corporations haven't let them know what just happened, and so they're still stuck in their stereotypes of the false heuristics of the history and not even knowing that since May 12 of 2020, that Polygamy in the state of Utah has been reduced to nothing more than a traffic ticket and is no longer a felony that had put you in jail for up to five years. So that that's that was our big success that we didn't get to have. I turn it back to you. Robert, are we still talking? What? <gasps> what? Oh, you gotta be kidding. I got canceled. How did that happen? I'm trying to recall. Oh, goodness. That's not letting me call. Why can't I make a phone call? I got to call him again. What happened? Okay, well, I'm calling again. Three, four, five, nine, nine, four, five. 
three, four, seven, Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. Hello, is this Mark? It is. What happened? I don't know. Just uh, your call dropped. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah, cause I'm calling in from Skype. I don't know what happened. I I just now finished talking, and then I heard I left it to you and got no silence. And that's oh my goodness! I'm actually canceled. I don't know how that happened. So I don't know how long I've been off the air. <laughs> yeah, it just it just it, it, it just dropped the call. How long? Yeah, have I, I mean it just dropped. Well, it didn't just drop. Didn't just drop yours. I mean everybody else got that I had on the call got dropped. Oh okay. Well, how long ago was it? About 16 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. I gave an extremely long answer. Wow. I, I, uh, <laughs> I actually have this yeah, recorded, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, I could give it to you somehow, but I got my answer recorded. Uh, wow. Well, I mean, we, we could continue playing an audio clip right now while you and I are in the green room here. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't yeah, know how far get, I got. Uh, you know, Oh wow! Well, I guess we'll just have to. Well, we can just start all over if you don't mind. Um, uh, let me fine. let me get to my audio clip because I was, I was actually I, I read an article and talked a little bit about an article and then I got uh, I started playing an audio clip from a from a Trump rally in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's okay. how I was playing some of that. So let me what, go ahead and get back in. I'll get you back in. What was the last thing I said that you heard me say? Well, I mean, you just started talking about, um, you know, the success you're, you're having, le- you know, in the legislation, and then I, it got cut off. So I, mean, I started we, talking about talking Utah. About, right? I, I started talking about the last time I was with you talking. Well, the last thing that you said was, at least that I heard, was I asked you about the success, you know, what success is, and it was right after – I asked you, you got caught up. You, you, you literally got maybe one or two sentences out, and then it dropped. Okay, so my entire story, is, is, you didn't hear any of my story. Okay. Wow. I didn't hear any of it. No, I understand that. Um, no, it, it even came up that the call itself was dropped. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, wow. I, I <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, again, I could stop this audio clip, and I could bring you back in. Sure. Let's do that. Okay. Democrat Party is trying to tear America apart. <laughs> and that was me, uh, you guys heard there, when I was at that rally in 2017, 2019, I'm sorry. Uh, but we do have our guests back on. Uh, you had a great answer going, but for some reason uh, the calls uh, dropped. But that's one of the good things about having a uh, podcast. It's, uh, it might not have recorded for us, but because um, we didn't hear we didn't hear any of it. So, but we'll uh, we have it back. But uh, welcome back, Mark. Thank you for letting me come back. <laughs> we blame that on NSA Bob. We blame stuff like that on NSA Bob because some people speculate that. We got the NSA looking at at Bard's logic. (laughs) We kind of say that tongue-in-cheek, but who knows? (laughs) I understand. Mark Henkel is national 
Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. National Polygamy Advocate.com.